What's up, my chaotic crew? Bentley Michaels here. Hey, couple technical notes up at the top. I know that's exactly what you want in a podcast, but uh, this was the first time we did a Zoom call. We'd done Skype the last couple of episodes, and uh, I was still trying to get the stuff down. And for whatever reason, that day my computer was shitting the bed constantly. So there's like three or four different little weird edit points in here. I think I've covered most of them pretty well. Uh, the most obvious one I think you'll hear is with uh, when a slide whistle comes into uh, comes into play. Uh, it's it's pretty great. Also, the end of the episode just cuts off. So, uh, you know, gra- Alex just says, I'm Alex the DM, and we're out. Uh, we got an extra long, you know, uh, metagame minute for you this Thursday, so tune in for that. Uh, just want to let you know uh, we're going to continue to bring you episodes and that sorts of stuff. So be safe, be healthy, social distance, play D&D on Zoom. And hey, since Alex didn't get to say it, grab your swords and keep on adventuring. In a vast landscape full of adventurers, you are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D Let's Play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. Uh, to my right, I have... Dash is Thrakis. Bentley is Riff. Rhett is Zephyrus. Caleb is Scory. Milo is Bowl. And last we left our adventurers, they had been exploring the Chateau de Magnus, uh, finding nooks and crannies worth investigating, checking on rooms, going upstairs, downstairs, to the left, to the right, and finding themselves in confrontation with some spiders, uh, one of which who had a brain in its thorax. Uh, Let's go ahead and let the adventure begin. All right, and How so we. It, it was it was different. Sounded really weak, but okay. <laughs> oh, how do I get over there? I put you on the hold first, and then we'll get you over to the chateau. There we are. So you guys are in the library. Uh, you've all kind of collected yourselves there. Uh, looking over the remains of the large dead spiders around a small mechanical firefly is floating around casting some light All right. um, and the mental effects of the spider have ceased you know lo- no one is is any longer um, feeling the need to attack their friends That's so good. what do you guys want to do uh, I'd like to go collect my javelins yeah easy enough you gotta yeah, scrape a bit of spider off spiders of everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to investigate this uh, brain spider thing. Yeah, give me a check. You can do investigation, nature, uh, arcana, even. I'll do arcana. Okay. And I'll give myself guidance as well. Hey, there you go. Twenty-three. Oh, twenty-three. Pretty good. You know everything uh, about skill. everything. I'm skilled, yo. 
So yeah, you you know a fair amount about the kind of arcane utilage of this spider. Looks like it was something that goes in and out of the ethereal plane, um, similar to a phase spider, but this one's different. Something you haven't seen um, in your home terrain. This is odd, and you think it would have to do with some sort of nature magic, um, something akin to like spirit magic, like a druid or a shaman might possess. Um, it's it's most likely from the Feywild, but you're not sure because you haven't encountered it before. Um, yeah, I would say I would say that's what you know. Uh, the brain, kind of looking at it, uh, you don't think that the brain is dead. Um, the, I want to I, I, I try to extract the brain with Ooh. my. Yeah, so uh, right now, the, the rest tools. of the form, the rest of the body has kind of decayed in this really, it's kind of sloughed off this white skin that's molded off of it. And that thorax that held this this brain is is still in kind of a gelatinous um, goo. Yeah, I want to pick it up and look at it a little closer. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of you can get your arms around it. It's pretty big still. Till you, you like, you, you can get it. You're pretty strong, but you can get kind of under it, and you can move it from place to place if you're careful. And it looks like it won't puncture the the gel. Or just like sitting on a table. Yeah, yeah. There's that big table in the middle. You can set it on. Perfect. I don't know if you remember, but at the end of the last last session, I had stabbed my machete straight through it into the ground. Oh, gotcha. I did not remember that. <laughs> Um, we can work on that if it's, it uh, survived. <laughs> I would say that that even even stabbing it looks like it, it still has kind of held its shape from that puncture. Um, it's a pretty clean cut, and it, it, there's a bit of ooze kind of coming off of it as it moves, kind of drips as he moves it over to the table. It probably has tetanus, though, right? Uh, I mean, you've got your shots. Everyone should have their shots. I don't <laughs> believe in healthcare. So you have it on the table there. It is. It is. It's gross. Is it like pulsing or? No, no pulsing to it. Doesn't look like there's any blood vessels or heart to it. It's just kind of a, a brain, that is the size of about a barrel, uh, in a thick mucusy, uh, membrane. Well, this is a bit odd. Um, have any of you encountered anything like this before? Uh, did did you relay everything that Alex told you yeah, about it? Yeah, for sure. Um, the 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 idea that it's somehow nature or druid um, connected kind of interests me, and I I want to take a closer look and see if if I have any experience with it. Yeah, give me a nature check with advantage, just because you are a druid. I'll go ahead and give you some guidance too, as I see you working some. on that. Dash. And that that adds a D four, right? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, Rhett and Dash, if you're holding up anything, I can't see if still for some oh. reason. <laughs> Just FYI, that's why I wanted to mention that before. No problem. Eighteen on my nature roll. Eighteen on your nature. Um, looking at this thing, and and you you got up pretty close fighting it. Um, so there were some markings that caught your attention. Uh, the spider itself, you think, is probably a um, oh, what would you call it? Say, it doesn't work for, but is is 
attuned, is in some way connected to the spiritual realm. You kind of looking at the the markings on it and what it is, and that it is just kind of odd. You think that that it is connected in some way to a natural spirit uh, that is that is part of part like of the it's land. A representative of some sort. Yeah, yeah, and you know oh. that that spirits in na- natural places are abundant um you know a waterfall may have a spirit to it the oceans have massive spirits connected to them and they all have their own kind of creatures that live and do their their bidding you are in a way that way um Mm. uh, a tool for the the spirits to to act on the world uh wolf oh yeah uh is is this library like filled with books or is it just bookcases um so it, there is a fair amount of books in here uh it's not you know top to bottom filled um okay. but, but there is there's a good amount though the ones over to the right where the spiders were those vines those vines are kind of like decomposing quickly some of the books over there uh could i do like a search to see if i could find like a layout of this estate yeah, yeah, give me an investigation check. Oh. And if somebody would like to help, they can get advantage on that. Yeah, I'll help. Good old Zephyrus. Cool. And after uh after uh uh Mr. Ball uh uh says that uh, all that stuff that he said about like the other plane and like all that sort of business, mm-hmm. I'm very much kind of like going <clears throat> I need to sit and meditate, so I like sit down and put my checks around my neck and like start to meditate because in my head I'm thinking of like that other plane that I saw uh, in the in the mage in the mage zone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the hold in the hold. Give uh, give me an investigation check while you do that. Okay, I got twelve. Twelve. Um, yeah, take a look around the books, uh, looking for a layout of this place. You don't find that specifically in the library here. And I will kind of open this up kind of as you're, as you're taking a look, the Northern part of this area, um, there's two bookcases or, uh, two staircases that lead up to the the upper area. Um, and if you remember also, there is kind of an open area up top. Uh, above you that's where rift jumped down um so this library is two-story here Uh, but taking a look at the books here there is a concurrent there's a theme to these books uh so yeah books detailing the entities from different planes uh from the fey wild from the shadow fell and ways to hunt them that is that is the odd um specifics you get from this library this library seems to focus on that at least the books that that are left but no no map of the area and i would say that you even are able to you you spend a few minutes and you check the the top as well you know in in you know 10 15 minutes you're not really able to find any any map or layout if they're gonna spend that time i want to uh cast detect magic Okay. Yeah, and you see, yeah, as as you kind of have the the spider on the table there, you get your things out to start detecting magic. Um, do, 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 do. And riff investigation check while you're meditating. Uh, twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. All right. Um, kind of meditating and thinking on how that that spider uh, was moving in and out of of the planes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you, you you're aware aware that it was it was the ethereal plane they were moving in and out of mm. um and that connection that they have must have there must have been something powerful that that gave them that ability this isn't a natural beast that that would be able to do that something that would be from this plane of existence something that would naturally grow up in this this region okay i uh i i uh uh you know i take like a another you know minute or something like that to sort of like come out of like my meditation like close it off properly do some deep breathing and then just <sighs> before i open my eyes and i relate all of uh, what i all of that what i just thought and felt to my team hoping that i can help them guys i think it's some sort of all the stuff that Alex said that I forgot. <laughs> Earth rule plane, magic things, all of the smart stuff that he said. But, you know, coming out of my mouth. Look at my chucks. <laughs> well, and here I was hoping that I was going to uh, get to retire to my family's estate and uh, live a luxe life. And now you're telling me that there are spirits and there are things holding monstrous creatures here. Uh, of course. Also, weren't you seeking a line of credit? How are you going to retire? <laughs> I'm getting the impression that maybe your family were some kind of hunters of these creatures. Well, what is it about gives you that uh, impression there, Mr. Ball? It reminds uh, me of well, an old nursery rhyme called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What Thrakus <laughs> was saying about the, the books being on how to hunt them and whatnot. Yeah, it appears these books are what you might call a monster manual. <laughs> oh, that's very good. A regular old bestiary, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Parts one through eighty-five. <laughs> Parts one E through five E. <laughs> oh, that's most interesting. Uh, it seems rather peculiar if they were in the business of hunting monsters that they would keep a library. That seems like intellectual work, whereas killing monsters seems like more physical pursuits but yeah what do i know about any of this business well i think it's important to have both i've never I... quite understood the importance of libraries myself but i will uh, of course bow to your better judgment mr ball i think uh, i want to find out a little bit more about this this spider what do you guys uh will you uh maybe check to make sure i don't go insane while I, while I do what I'm about to do, I'm I'm still casting detect magic. Just yeah, and and yeah, thought. as they're searching, you're able to to pull out um, or not pull out. You're able to cast detect magic. Um, looking around the room, ritual cast. Sorry. Yeah, that that's what I assumed. Yeah, um, nothing pops out as magical in the library, uh, other than the vines that are that are kind of slowly kind of coming in. They're not normal vines. They do have a bit of a magical essence to them um what about the brain the brain i would say no not magical it does seem odd though okay. it's definitely it's, it's it's abnormal it's not and it's still alive yeah. you're sure um as 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 ball was taking a look at it and kind of investigating it um that's so that's what he's that's what it seemed like you, his is arcane arcana check uh it looks like something like this in this gelatinous state is is meant to be kept alive even after whatever was holding it would vanish. I, what are you thinking, Scory? I'm, I want to get a see if I can get a 
better connection with this thing because I feel like with my um, my DD, I might be able to get a a better idea of where this is all coming from. Uh, and so Scory rolls up whatever sleeves he has, and he just puts his hand into the opening and wants to touch the brain. Ooh, so okay. Yeah, any sort of connection or information. Okay. Um, yeah, you there's the you, you'd kind of hole cut a hole in there, and you kind of slip your hand through there, and it's this cold, slimy substance that you push through, and you kind of get onto the brain, and it's just the kind of curves and what ha- you know, just that texture on it. Uh, go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw or a wisdom check. Fourteen. Fourteen? Yeah. Well, All right. wait. Is it a saving throw or is it a check? I would say it's a check. It's okay. not something that... It, like, nothing's trying to attack you. You're trying to do something to it. Then twelve. Um, twelve. Okay. Um, yeah, you get your hand down and and you can just almost hear in your in your mind the sound of just what you would imagine spider chittering might be. Um... It's it's almost like a language, but it's more like an just an instinct, a feeling. Um, what languages do you know? So I speak common druidic and orcish, um, and I would okay. I would like to posit that maybe I could speak with animals. Oh, do you wanna do you wanna use a spell? I do. Okay, I got I gotta make sure that I have it though. Mm-hmm. I don't have it prepared. Okay. Is it, um, is that druidic can... though, though, as you as you're kind of thinking in druidic, um, something catches and and you kind of hear that same sound, that same language back, mm. and it's just where where did you go? Can you I hear answer? in your mind? Can I yeah. answer? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Um, in travel <laughs> away from this plane oh plane what plane where where did we go Injured on the material plane, heading to the hold. Injured. Bodies gone. Mission task incomplete. Must finish. Must um, burn books. You come to help? I take my hand away and immediately tell my party that we have to save these books right away. Um, I just heard from whatever spirit this thing is connected to, and uh, I, I'm not so sure, but they might be coming back no. to finish their job. 
I flourished my child. Well, what do you want me to do? With listen. Um, Mr. Ball, you you seem to uh, have a connection with the magical realm as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what what do you see that's threatening these books? I I noticed the vines were kind of eating away some of the books earlier when I first came in here. Yeah, they have some magical properties to them. Maybe cutting them away and pushing them out of the building would be a good idea. What's <laughs> and uh, when I start hacking at the leaves covering the other books. Yeah, yeah, you get over there and use, you know, some cutting implements to, to start cutting them away. These things look like they've grown quickly, but not, you know, not like they're going to attack you or anything. They're just vigorous in their growth. Um, looking at it, it'll probably take an hour to clear the that whole section of, of all those vines. And then maybe another few hours to clear kind of where they're coming from outside. I'm going to just keep hacking at them. All right. I will clear these books. Yeah, I'll help with that, too. And I'll, all right. I'll instruct Jane to help with that. All right. Yeah. You know, you guys can you guys can probably three of you get it, get it done in about an hour. The whole the whole lot of it. Can I go through the the front main door that we came in and scramble around to the side to get at it from the outside? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I do with my machete. All right. Yeah. I mean, the perfect implement to do that. Uh so yeah, you occasionally get... throw in poison spray out to help you burn. Sounded like Van Oh, sure, it'll there. It'll burn it. My machete. Machete. Riff and Zeph, do you want to do anything while they do some landscaping? Yeah, unfortunately, I definitely don't help with the landscaping. What a surprise! But I will. You know, as much as Zephyrus does not care about books. Being as though he he fancies himself the keeper of this of this house, it, knowing that there might be some interesting bits in here about monsters and all this, he wants to look for books about the creatures that they just killed, the spider brain guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, give me an investigation check. Was that the one that I picked up in the beginning? There was one about spiders specifically. Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of remember that, but I, you know, but it wasn't. It was, uh, yeah. Looking through it, I threw it at you actually. Oh, that's seventeen. Seventeen. Um, so you take you take a good a good amount of time while they're cutting away, um, and you find the book that that the spider book that he he had thrown uh, that Scory had thrown at you, and a few others, and you take your time looking through them, um. And I would say that, yeah, yeah, no, you, you do find a book that mentions something about spiders and vines, specifically. Um, and the spiders, it, it talks about the spiders tending to the vines to make sure that they grow correctly. Um, and they are, they are something that is connected to the the removal of knowledge, the removal of secrets mm. uh, that's, that spirits will undertake sometimes. Oh. Uh, the brain thing, not specifically, but but the, you do find a couple of books that, that reference these kind of spiders that will tend vines Interesting. That, that remove books and, and uh, knowledge. And, and you, you kind of attribute that to this same kind of behavior here. 
Um, I bring this to the attention of Mr. Bull specifically. Yeah. Um, and I, I, th- I'd like to think, you know, looking, uh, as bookish as possible, you know, I've got, I got the book open in one hand and I go out while he's hacking away at, uh, these vines. And I said, Mr. Ball, I'm so sorry to distract you from your, uh, your physical labor in here, but, uh, I seem to have found, uh, something concerning the spiders and the vines, if you you will. It says here I can't follow along quite well. Maybe you can make something better of it, but uh, th- they are removing secrets from the world, uh, removing knowledge. And oh. it seems that these vines are decaying the books. And well, perhaps my family members had amassed quite a treasure trove of secret knowledge here about slaying beasts mm. and these spider beings don't want us to have our hands on that information well, I, I hand him the book with the passage specifically that's talking about this type of stuff yep. riff that way um uh, oh, yeah. when I hear uh, when I hear uh, his speech uh, it something clicks in my head, and I go, "Ooh, I wonder if I can find uh, a a Dewey Decimal System, but then also <laughs> b uh, uh, if I can find uh, 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 anything about like Kenku, and possibly you know if if there's like a local journal, like you know, like kind of like how mm-hmm. I have my journal uh, for my Shadow Monk stuff. I wonder if there's mm-hmm. like like a local record of uh, either Kenku or like a, a house record of uh, the beast that we uh, saw. Like, like maybe there's some sort of a, a friendship that we have that I don't know about, type of thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Like, hey, no, make hey, it- this is how you approach the Kenku, a, a dummy's guide. It's a yellow book. <laughs> <laughs> That's dummy's right. Guide to Kenku. Yeah. Yeah. I could think of the title, Absolutely. even though I basically said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like my family definitely wouldn't have something like that, but these are like distant cousins or something, if I'm not mistaken. Like they're not right, like right, yeah. they're not like my direct line. Correct. Yeah, the the Well luckily you're not the library, Rhett. Split. What do you want me to roll? Investigation? Okay. Investigation. Nice. And with Nineteen adva- with advantage actually. Oh. Well, okay, okay, that was the first one. What's the advantage? Oh, glad I had the advantage. Four. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, just because you're a researcher, a library is something you're you're very used yes. to. Um, yeah, taking a look, uh, you find towards the um, western side of the the library um, a ledger that does kind of show where all the books are. So now it's a little easier for you to find these things. Um, taking a look, you find a book that is about Kenku, uh, the Kenku Chronicles, the Kenku Chronicles, and. and it's- it's it, not the it, Dewey Decimal System. It's the it's the Magnus Metric System. There we go. Um, <laughs> I would have gone with the, the Ma- Magnus Metric measurements, but the Kenku book details um, how to find Kenku, how to track them, uh, their behaviors. They they tend to work in criminal organizations. Uh, they tend to stay away from society when they can. Mm. Um, and and looking at, at some other books, you don't you don't find anything specific to this region. These are all very generic, broad books. Okay. Um, 
nothing details the town nearby or this this area specifically. Okay, I'm gonna read. Uh, you know, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take my book that that I've just found. Since I'm assuming that I just can, and I'm gonna sure. read it for as long yeah. as possible. And then, like, whenever the action, you know, as I normally would, whenever we're gonna leave or whatever, I'll put it in one of the cupboards of my uh uh uh, ca- uh, uh cubbies in my backpack. Oh sure, easy enough. That's what I do. Nice, uh, Zeph and Balt. Was there anything specific you were wanting to get done? Um, well, these just creatures wanted... sound awful. Um, I would recommend uh, we eliminate as many of them as we can if you want to protect your home. I think you're off to a good start with the vines here. Perhaps afterwards we do a sweep of the residents, make sure they know all the hidden secrets about that we got to worry about. Sounds good. All right. Um, and yeah, about an hour passes, and you you guys have cleared this this vine mess. Um, some of the raw the the stone like cobbles that have been pushed through and and broken, you put back in place. Um, and it looks like you've kind of cut out the roots that were that were making these vines. It's something you should keep uh, an eye on in the future, um, taking a look at it. But the library is pretty well cleared at this point. Nice, nice. Uh, is the upstairs like, uh, can I like, just from where we are, is it like, uh, like balconies and I take the stairs up or is it like a completely different floor and like there's a ceiling above us? I can't see it. Oh no. Yeah. You can see up to the second floor. Um, the bookcases go up to the ceiling, but there's a large open area in the middle. Um, and then there's the staircases, uh, just on the North side of the library there that go up to the top or the main scroll down. Um, the main do, 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 main hall. There's the uh, staircases that go up there as well. Oh, I see the library top. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's like a like a mezzanine or something almost like the book. Bin. Yeah, yeah, right. That's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was. Uh, that's what I thought. Okay, cool. Um, cool. Can I go to the? I want to go to the top of the library area and just kind of look around. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you head up to the top there, and this one, it looks like it's a lot more uh, storage for books. Um, ref- you, see, you kind of peek through some of the titles, it looks like it's similar stuff up here. Um, but up top, you do see there is a another little study room off to the left-hand side, um, and then a few other doorways that lead deeper into the house. Okay, cool. Uh, can I do like a? Can I go into this study area and make a perception check just so I don't get surprised by something? Yeah, yeah. The one on the top floor, just to the left there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, perception check. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Nothing looks uh Nothing looks amiss. Okay, I go. All clear up here. I'll go up there. I'd like to join him as well. Uh, I got kind of bored just smoking my pipe waiting for them to finish work, so. (laughs) Well, perhaps we should clear this area a little bit. Make sure there's no more of these creatures. I'd be inclined to not find more spiders with only Scory to help me. Yeah, take take a look while you were were clearing the vines and the in the plants. Um, You saw that there were a few of those uh, spiders. uh, Those kind of, like, you know, not the big brain one, but the Larger-ish spiders. 
but they they skittered away uh, as you begin kind of cutting away at this stuff. Um, and they leave. They, it looks like they've they've either hidden in the walls or they have left entirely. Uh, without Ball. the big spider, they seem to have retreated. Mister Ball, um, excuse me, but before you run off, could I could I have a word with you? Yeah, of course, Corey. Um, I was able to make a connection uh, with something from somewhere else. Um, I'm not too familiar with with planar travel. Um, really, that was my first experience going to the hold and back. Um, do you mind staying here and just helping me kind of look at the spider just a little bit more and then we can go and explore? Yeah, of course. Um, so, I'd, I'd like to go ahead and kind of cautiously put my hand back in and on the brain if I could. Yeah, absolutely. If there's and, some way I could help him, uh, like, I would want to do that, too. Okay. And you've already done this before, so you, you've made the check, I'll say, that you succeed. Um, but you keep an eye on him while he's doing this. And, and when he does this, you see his eyes kind of get that far away stare once he just kind of connects with it. And, Scory, when you kind of put your hand on the brain again, you hear it Again, you come to me. Where are we? Who are you? I am me. Who are you? I am you. <laughs> then you know the answer to your question. No, I... <laughs> Never mind. Leave it to Scory to get outsmarted by a dead spider. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and Rhett, uh, also just a reminder, be sure when you're ready to talk this time, turn your mute uh, off. <laughs> God damn it, I didn't even see that you taking your shirt off. Because <laughs> I was looking down the whole time and I just looked up and saw your hands in the fucking air like you're on a roller coaster. <laughs> and earlier when Dash, shit. you had your hands up. You're like your camera kept coming in closer, and like it was like this weird, like you were trying to be sexy thing. <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, I can see now. Oh, that's what's going on. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you got your camera to work? No, but Caleb took a screenshot. Took a so, oh, okay. Yeah, look He's, at that. It's in the look chat. Look at Caleb. He posed when he took the snapshot. He, yeah, he like, did. I can't be the only one to look like a dork. So he's like, mm, "Yo, Blue Steel, son." I had four different people hit me up on either Facebook or Instagram and ask if we were playing with a vlogger, and that was because of Caleb. <laughs> They're like, they're like, they're like, is that like a streaming guy or is that like somebody important? I was like, no, it's Caleb. <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> okay. So, all right. The sexy spider. results. All right, right, yeah. right. Spider. So, so, spider. Spider says Caleb. to you, then who are you? Scory of the Black Feather. Ooh. Mm, Scory of the Black Feather. I'm simply me. I serve the Black Wolf. Are you on the material plane? I don't know. I have no idea where I am. I was just in a library 
tending to my vines. I cannot see now. I cannot hear now. I cannot taste. Why does the Black Wolf want this knowledge gone? The Black Wolf had a deal, and that deal is gone. We are taking back what is the wilds. I have to say, I'm somewhat sympathetic to your cause, but I still think that there's value in knowledge and sharing it. There is destruction in knowledge. The knowledge shared here will destroy the lands of the Black Wolf. Is there a specific knowledge you're referring to? I... I have it, yes. I know what we must destroy. Ooh. What is it? This knowledge is dangerous. Telling you what is dangerous is not part of the Black Wolf's plan. Give me a, uh, a persuasion check. And I would say, uh, Ball, you can assist him in this so you get disadvantage. Or advantage, sorry. Uh. <laughs> uh, I'm meditating. Uh, 17. 17? That's what the, oh, wait. Uh, advantage or guidance? Yeah. Um, can I give up guidance as well? Uh, yeah, I say you can have guidance with this. Yeah. Uh, then that becomes a non-natural 20. Sure. Okay. Mm. But Scory of the Black Feather, you... You protect as well. You serve your spirits. I do. Uh, then I will point to you the knowledge that must be burned away. If you burn it away, then... Then my task is complete. I will do as you ask. And you get this kind of flood of information. Um, and it's very specific to kind of odd woodland creatures and the knowledge that would be used to hunt them. And you get a sense that these would be things around here um things around this forest uh you get that kind of sensation from this kind of transfer of of ideas and also this at the end this just little bit of gratitude uh from this brain and so you you in essence have a list now of books uh that should be destroyed okay wow wow um that's really cool and I kind of sign off saying, God's guide me. And I slowly pull my hand out. Thank you, Scory. And Ball, you see Scory just kind of take his hand out and his, you know, focus regains um, on the, you know, kind of on this plane again. Uh, and he kind of comes out of whatever trance he was just in. Why don't all the Cab- Caleb's characters always have some like weird deal with the devil? This is who Caleb is, man. Yeah, yeah. You know how they say uh, the characters you play all all have a little bit of you in them. So yeah. Yeah. So what did the spider say? Uh, 
I couldn't really understand anything it said this time. It was really weird. All right. <laughs> I All right. Did, well, I kind of get the sense that we should destroy this in case it, I don't know, calls other things to it. I I think I agree. Um, I pull out my machete mm-hmm. and I look at Paul and kind of wait for his okay. Give me a nod. <laughs> okay. And I start just hacking at it. Like I'm trying to you know, cut a big big steak, you know, yep. T bone. Like yeah, you gotta that's how that I cut my steaks. <laughs> yeah. I don't eat meat, um, so I don't know how it works. It just... <laughs> um yeah, you, you kinda a few hits in and that membrane just kind of bursts and that fluid just slops onto the table and the brain is there and it just kinda looks like it's slowly drying as that happens and you kinda cut away bits of it as they fall onto the, the table and it's just a pile, a mess. And you can see it just quickly starting to decompose in in once it's got exposed to the air. And you 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 get this sense that it is it is gone. I I think uh, our job is done, Mr. Ball. Well so perhaps we should join the others. That sounds good. All right. All right. And the others, what are you guys up to upstairs? Uh, well, we're in that little kind of like study area, but I'd like to go, um, like, I guess, south into that other entryway. It's kind of partially revealed. Yeah, yeah. You guys head down into there. Let's reveal that to you. That's It's a hallway. That leads off to the right and to the left. You see along the left-hand side, your guys' left, it goes down, and there's a door at the end, and then the hallway extends down even further to the south, and there's multiple doors down this way. Um, and you can see up here, it's it's decorated a little better. Um there's some vase vases just kind of on the corners. Some are tipped over. Everything again, just kind of coated in dust. And you see a number a number of uh, um, paintings up here as well. For whatever reason, my roll twenty isn't working. And the last time I clicked on it, like my my computer stopped recording. So I'm not going to fuck around with it. Is this the? Did we go the same way that I went initially, or did we go the opposite hallway? It looks like it's on the other side, kind of the mirror from where you went gotcha, last okay. time. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Zephyrus, uh, which way would you like to go? Well, uh, Mr. Wolf, I uh, I am unsure, but those doors over there to the to the west look they look bigger there. Uh, bigger doors sometimes mean more important things, unless I'm mistaken. No, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> Uh, okay, well then I'm gonna I'm gonna have my axe out though, and I'm gonna be prepared. Okay, uh, and uh, I'm gonna go through those big doors. All right, you go yeah. to open the door, and this one is locked. Huh? Uh, can I kick it in? Yeah, give me a strength check. <laughs> Scory endorses this. Uh, 14. 
14? Yeah, this is an old door, and it has, has kind of rotted away. You kick open where the lock is, and it nice. busts the door open. And there Mr. was a Wolf. finely crafted door. No longer. And you open Stop. up, and it's this large chamber. Oh. There is a bed off to the left, a number of fine pieces of furniture. It looks like this is the master uh, bedroom. You uh, see uh, yes. a, a door on the other side, and a door to your right, uh, as well as kind of a desk area over here, and um, a number of, you know, like armoires, um, places to put clothing. Uh, um, and then you see a window door off to the left-hand side. Looks like that goes off to the balcony that you saw in the front. Uh, I'd like to make a perception check before I cross the threshold. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 17. 17? Um, yeah. Yeah, you take a look. Make sure there's nothing out of sorts. Um this room looks like it's been it's seen more use than the rest of the house. Um, it's not as dusty in here, which kind of catches your attention. Um, but nothing out of place, no one hiding. Uh, there is kind of sitting in the center on the desk is just an old bottle uh, with a cork on the top of it, like a mason jar almost. It looks like something's inside there. Um, uh, yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Wolf doesn't like strange liquids in bottles, so he's going to avoid that. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to, like... <laughs> I, I'm going to, like, uh, kind of creep in like I'm ready to attack. and I'm going to go, uh, Mr. Zephyr, stay back. I will check under the bed and in the closet for monsters. <laughs> and you, you um, see, yeah, you go up and kind of peek underneath the bed, and there's some... You know, dust rabbits in there. And you go over and kind of use your sword to open one of the pieces of furniture that has clothes in it. Nothing in that one. You go to the desk, keeping away from the bottle. You got to open up the drawers. It's all clear. All right, you're safe. You may come in, little ones. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look at this. That has got to be the comfiest bed I have seen since I've landed on this godforsaken country. And I leap onto the bed. <laughs> you jump onto the bed, and it's it's not bad. I mean, a little bit of dust comes up, but yeah, uh, bed's bed's pretty comfy. And, 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 and uh, Ball and Scory, you've caught up at this point, and you see that they're in this large master bedroom. Does this I, I linger behind a little bit. Does this mason yeah, does this mason jar uh, look alchemical? Uh, no, uh uh-uh. I wouldn't say alchemical. And you kinda you kinda look take a look at it. It looks like there's a uh, old piece of parchment in there. And you see on kinda on the edge of it there's some like barnacles that have grown on it. I'll go ahead and pick that out. Alright. Yeah, you've got yourself a a jar with a cork on top. Mr. Ball, what do you have yourself there? A jar of delicious rum or something like that? It looks like rum, if I'm not lying. I don't know. These barnacles are a little concerning on the side. Uh, My favorite pirates make rum with barnacles inside of it, so, uh, you know. 
I think <laughs> maybe we should. Uh, you know, so you know, check some magic on it before we take a sip. Uh, well, whatever and, you think is necessary. And look, looking inside, it doesn't look like there's any liquid in the bottle. Oh, it's okay. I was getting the impression that there was something. Sorry, yeah. It's just know. because of what I said. I'm uh, I'm far away from it when I see it. I'm like, oh, Rome, hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of cloudy, and, and if you're close up to it, you can see that there's a piece of parchment. But, yeah. It's wet uh, on the outside, I would say. I'll, I'll pop it open. You pop it open, and you just get this smell of sea and salt and brine. And you see a little piece of parchment in there. Sounds like something yeah. for Scory. Grab some of my little tweezers and pull it out. And pull it out, and it kind of hangs open. And you see that there's written on there some words, and they are in primordial, if you know that language. Nope. Anybody read this? I just well, what, is, uh, what, what does it look like? Bring it on over here. I'll take it over to the bed. Your legs are up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. My your legs are crossed. Are I've got my... Yeah, oh, God, yeah. I've been smoking this whole time. Uh, yeah, as soon as I see it, I, re- I do recognize the scripts. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, this is, you know, primordial. You, you can read it, and you, you take a look at it, and it says... You found your family home. Gather allies. A storm comes. Burn the light when it passes. And you get a strong sensation that this is from your patron. Ah. Well, that's rather strange. Uh, Looks like it's got barnacles on it uh, oh, I sense that I have been walking a path laid before me uh, for a long time here I thought I was getting away from this nonsense uh, whoever left this here predicted that I would be here uh, it seems to be a message directed at me it says that a storm is coming um, and what was the last part? I'm so sorry. Burn the light. Burn the light when it passes. Uh, and the first part is to gather allies. Yeah. And yeah. you have the, you have you found your new home. Gather allies. A storm yeah. is coming. Burn the light when it passes. And, and I, I would say that this is this is kind of odd to you because the previous times you've gotten instructions, they've all been very specific, and this one is vague. So this is from my patron patron, not... Patron patron, yes. Oh. Not Ibn. Oh. Well, that's rather interesting. So, uh, burn the light when it passes. Does that sound familiar to any of y'all? No. Hmm. Well, I have gathered allies, so I guess the next step is to wait for the storm. Uh, You guys sense a storm coming at all? 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Scory, you take a look at your lantern. Doesn't look like a storm's coming. I'm I'm still down. I lingered. Oh, you lingered downstairs. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It, I, if it's okay, I'd like to use my my weather sensibility and just um, kind of focus for a second and and get a general sense of kind of the, the the trend of the weather of the area. Yeah. Uh, you th- you think it is probably going to rain a little bit soon, um, but pretty pretty calm weather for the foreseeable future. Well, I suppose a storm passing in the future is a problem for well, not us right now. Am I right, Mister Wolf? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> With my God core, I will vanquish any storm that comes my way. I will cut a cloud in half. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I would like to, if I can, uh, use, like, I don't know if it's good for this, but, like, maybe press the digitation and just, like, burn the letter. Um, Yeah, I would say say you're able to do that. It just kind of lights up. Yeah, basically, anybody watching... I'm a little shaken by this letter, but then I, I light it. It goes up in, in flame and I, and I try to play it off as though maybe it's not as big of a deal. All right. What do you guys want to do? Well, it's been my experience that sometimes writings like this can be cryptic. Perhaps it's not a storm of the rain variety, but a storm of danger. A storm of danger, Mr. Ball. I am inclined to agree with you. I feel as though we are stepping into the storm ourselves, whether or not it comes to meet us. The storm is a metaphor. I will also cut the metaphor in half. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Riff. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, while they're sitting talking all this adult stuff with my book mm-hmm. that I've like sort of been like looking down and reading as we're walking or whatever, I'm going to turn around and, uh, I'm going to, uh, go back to the bridge and, uh, and, and try to find Kenku. Oh, you want to like, you want to vacate the house? Yep. Cause it's because, probably about an hour, hour down to that bridge. Okay. Then I guess I use, hour, like, like I, I guess I use this entire right. episode to do that because, uh, uh, my, my idea, uh, something that hits me after sort of reading this, this book about the Kenku and all this sort of stuff is that we were told on the way into, uh, um, uh, before we like left the town to come out here that there was like, or it's like right before we got to the path, I forget what it was. We, uh, um, we were told that there was like, the knights of the forest or the knights of something. And then like they protect knights of the path knights of the path. They could. So I'm thinking, I wonder if the Kenku are the knights of the path. And then if I can, con- uh, if I can like be friends with them and not like not control them, but you know, kind of like we're buddies and you know, we do each other favors. Like I not, I, I don't command them, <laughs> but I want to, sure, I want to, yeah, yeah. but I want to be the Kenku overlord. Sure. Yeah. No, that makes Let's get down to the he basics. Do I want to be the Kenku that. overlord, but uh, for right. the game, I want to do it nicely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you want to try and sneak away from the group easily, or do you want to tell them? Do you want to? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna turn around. And I'm just gonna meet. Like, I'm just gonna turn around, and walk out. Okay. 
You guys, so see, Rick I go. I'll be back through a door, and is gone. Um, you guys will have you guys explore this a little bit, and then uh, I will end on on you getting down to the the Kenku. Well, uh, I wonder. Yeah, we've got like if... thirty minutes still, so minutes. Yeah, yeah, that'll be perfect. I do wonder if uh, that young Spock riff is the light that we should be burning when it passes. Uh, <laughs> uh, you think we should kill the child? I agree. Well, oh, I did not say it like that, Mr. Wolf, but oh, I am glad okay. that you can read subtext. Yes, I do think that perhaps she should die. <laughs> <laughs> no? Oh. I'm sorry. I'm off base here. I'm just spitballing. I thought we no, were all friends here. We we shouldn't kill the the child that was. I was jesting. I'm very deadpan in my delivery. Oh, I, Mr. Wolf. I'm sorry. I was. The thing about comedy well. is. Uh, <laughs> yes. We both know comedy very well. <laughs> well, uh, y'all think about this storm and the light as it passes, and uh, we'll circle back to that. Uh, can I check this uh, door to the north of the master bedroom? This other big, large door? Yeah, yeah. You go up to that door and you notice that it is locked from the inside, but you can easily unlatch it and open it up. And as you do, kind of slowly open the door, you reveal a room that is full of trophies, mounted heads of creatures i mean there's deer and elk and wolves but there is an owlbear on here you see a dragon's claw laying on one of the tables um there is a a a kobold that is against the wall and has been preserved but like it's it's anatomy is splayed out Mm. to be viewed uh there is all manner (coughs) all right there's all manner of trophies uh, that that are in this room uh okay uh yeah i I tell everyone behind me uh what i see (laughs) oh that reminds me uh where's our friend skrix and uh your man willem you you are not sure uh you skrix and willem left with riff upstairs uh before the whole spider fight happened they were up by the bird thing weren't they that's the last place they were, yeah. But only Riff knew that. <laughs> That's true. Uh-oh. And I'm walking away. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, I feel no. like I walk up to that door and I'm like, oh, sweet, merciful gods, what in the hell is all this? It looks, uh, it appears to be a trophy room of some sort. Someone was a great hunter. Of all manner of creature, it appears. Oh, good lord, it seems all that's missing is but the blue hide of uh, a Tempest Genasi, such as myself. <laughs> well, this is the lineage you in- inherited, so perhaps look inside your own heart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mr. Wolf, these are my distant cousins, twice removed. You see, uh, they broke off from the line. So, t- <laughs> do that again. <laughs> my computer shit the bed, right? 
No, that one wasn't as good. No, that wasn't right. Yeah, you okay. got to start from All high right. to low. Okay. Rhett, my computer fucked up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it takes a real subtle touch to do the slide whistle. That new Chaotic yeah. Amateurs Foley record. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I rolled a natural one. To be perfectly transparent, Bentley, we had totally planned on doing that to Riff if she had failed a roll. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, we, we planned it out beforehand, but you never failed, so it was like, damn it. I would like to see if I can find some of the books that might be matching up with the list in my brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm not going to take a lot of time. Like, I, I probably did catch back up with him before all of this started happening. But okay. I definitely stayed behind ball and just took a quick peruse. Yeah. yeah. You spend about, you know, 15, 20 minutes and take a look while they're up top looking at things. Um, and you find a good number of the books. Uh, I would say that you can probably grab in that amount of time about half of the ones that are in your head. Okay. And I'm just going to pocket them for now, put them in my... It's it's a fair amount. There's probably yeah. like twenty twenty five books uh, uh, that you're able to find. I'm and, going and to as you're looking, it's it's odd how quickly you're able to find them. Like there's Ooh. some kind of sixth sense where you know where these ones are. Are there some that seem like they're more important than others? Like thinking about them, no. It seems like okay. each one of them being being destroyed has an importance. I'm gonna take the first three that I find and then. The rest that I happen to find, I'm just going to kind of pull out so they stick out so I can identify them. Yeah, and easy enough. For them. Cool. And then you, yeah, you kind of catch up yeah. as, they, as they are taking a look at this trophy room. And I say, wow, what is this, a trophy room? Yes, it is. A testament to Zephyrus' family shame. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a reason you guys haven't uh, walked in? You're just standing in the doorway? Uh, Mr. Scora, I am in utter shock at the bar- the barbarism I'm witnessing here. It's one thing to destroy foes. It is an entirely other thing to then mount their corpses onto fine wooden placards. I think it's kind of impressive. And I push through them and I want to go inside and take a look. That things. Yeah, you go inside and take a look. There's kind of four tables set in the middle that all have looks like different parts of larger animals, things that couldn't easily be mounted. Um, and there's in in kind of each corner on the sides is a display case. Uh, one is looks like clothing in like on on a mannequin, um, and the 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 other is the same same thing. The the one to your left is um this very nice black leather suit kind of a red handkerchief comes down and the one on the right is this really um put together uh hunting outfit leathers pouches for supplies uh and on the top a l- long hat with a a red plume coming off the side of it i i walk to the one on the right as i'm my hands kind of in my bag. I, under my breath, I mentioned that I've taken several trophies from my past. Uh, 
past endeavors. And then I say, Mr. Zephyrus, I think I found a trophy that you might actually enjoy. Well, so be it, Mr. Talbron, what is it? And I lift my hand and point to the case with the hunting, the gaudy plume hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Talbron, am I supposed to understand exactly what that is? I don't know. It just looks like something that you would enjoy. Hmm. I, uh, it's a hat? Yeah, it's kind of a pointed leather hat with a, uh, a red um, feather plume sticking off the side. And I'm, point- I'm indicating to the whole case, like the whole gaudy outfit that yeah. seems very prim and proper, like you would enjoy. So well, uh, I, the one on the left is kind of this prim, well-to-do outfit. And mm-hmm. the one on the right, the hunting outfit, hunting. looks very utilitarian. Okay. Um, it's well-made, but is is well-made for its use. Okay, I would retcon then and say I went to the left. Yeah, the, the left one is this, you know, kind of underneath is is this really nice frilly shirt um, and a, a red handkerchief kind of, or, or a red scarf kind of hangs down from it. And the black long tails from the, the suit as well. And I mentioned, Mr. Zephyrus, do you think this would uh, fit you? Well, in fact, it does look like it is exactly my size. Uh, I don't know how this happened, honey. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did your wife well, just walk in on you? Now. <laughs> uh, Dash took his shirt off. I had to take my shirt off, too. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not a virtual orgy. <laughs> it could be. Do right, the, slide right, do the sad slide whistle. It's not. <laughs> she didn't laugh. <laughs> no, she's been quarantined um, with you for a month. <laughs> she's yeah, heard all your true. jokes, all your slide whistle jokes. That's true. Um, I'd like to start. So at first, I'm like, Mr. Telbro, I don't understand what it is I'm looking at. And then, you know, I, I take a closer look. And then, like, it just almost more as like a joke, I grab the hat first. And I'm like, oh, Mr. Telbrun, mm-hmm. is this what do you think this is my style? And I and I put it on my head, and I'm like, oh, what does this <laughs> does this suit me? Do I look like a fine courtier down there at the king's court? And I'm like bowing and swirling and flourishing. And <laughs> for the listener, he's doing so many arm movements right now. <laughs> he looks like a chimpanzee do, uh, at a zoo. <laughs> For some reason, I'm almost expecting like something magical to happen. <laughs> like, like uh, oh, nothing, Mr. No. Okay, nope, but, nothing, uh, nothing fantastical happens. But then, as I'm as I'm like flourishing and doing all these things, I, it I, my face changes, and it's almost as like I expect an earnest answer from Scory. I'm like, oh, tell me, Scory, do, do, does it look? Does it actually look well? Does Does it suit me? It <laughs> does. It looks pretty good. Oh, if I had a slide whistle, it would go up. Oh, oh. Uh, well, uh, okay, well, you know, then perhaps, and I start quickly, hastily undoing my other clothes, mm-hmm. and and I begin <laughs> haphazardly and quickly putting on this fine outfit. Not the hunter's outfit, but this, this fine, this other one. <laughs> cool. 
Yeah, um, and it does. It does seem to fit you pretty well. And as you put it on, and you kind of look in one of the the glass cases as a mirror, uh, it looks good. I mean, it's it is well tailored. It it has this air of kind of imposing power as you wear it. Uh, it feels good. Hmm. Well, Mister Telbrun. Good day, and I. <laughs> Good day. I, I, I. So all my clothes are like crumpled on the ground, oh, like right there, and I just like, I kind of like kick them into the like closet or wherever this thing is. Okay. Yeah. There's a little area right there. You can kind of kick your clothes into. Easy enough. Can I look at the wolf? The uh, wolf mounting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you take a look, and something you notice immediately is it is a a uh, um, a black wolf. I want to look to see if there's any placards or anything like that. Um, take it, taking a look around. Uh, looks like all of the things that are mounted um, do show their name, what they are, uh, and it's just kind of the the common name for for so this one. The wolf. Just says black. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I put my hands on it? Like, is it within reach? Yeah, yeah. You can kind of get up and you put your hands on it. It feels like it's a mounted wolf. Okay. Nothing, nothing too particularly interesting about it. Uh, I turn around and I point to the wolf and I say, "I think that came from this area, and we should probably be looking out for these." Just a heads up. Rhett, your mic is off. <laughs> you think a wolf came from the woods, Mr. Telbrook? <laughs> I think there are many wolves in the woods, and I think that the black ones in particular could pose a threat. Oh, the black wolves pose a threat in the woods. That's awfully cryptic uh, of y'all. I think that the there are wolves in the woods, Mr. Telbrook. Whether or not we need to keep an eye on them is yet to be seen. Uh, fair enough. And then Squarry just turns his back and walks to look at something else. All right. You kind of you kind of pass by the door um, over here, and it you know it's kind of a jar. You kind of peek in. It looks like there's a dining room off to the side. Um, is it, is there anything else you guys are wanting to do as you're as you're exploring? I if if no one else has anything to do, I would like to. Uh, go to that uh, room to the west of the master bedroom. To the west. It looks like there's two rooms. There's one with a double door and one with a single door. Um, well, Zephyrus has been going for the doubles. So. All right. Uh, you open it up, and it's a study. Oh. There's a large desk there, uh, bookcases with a few few books on the shelves. Um, this looks like a a well furnished um, study space. Uh, kind of on the south wall is a regional map of the area, um, oh. and uh, you can see kind of on a table just below it there there's a a book, and you kind of open up the first page. It looks like it's it's kind of the house book. Um, it has a layout of this this area of, of the house. Oh, that's oh. what I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like it was it was kept in the in the study there. I'm gonna move over to where Zephyrus is. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I see the same thing. I plop that book right open, and I want to get a good look at it. Dang. All right, yeah. You, you take a you take a moment to to look at it, um, Mr. Wolf. There, you let me see of the stuff you haven't. Uh, I would say uh, of the first floor, uh, there is the library. Obviously, this this um, area above it to the right, uh, just below it is looks like an office. Below that, it, uh, it details an armory. And um, to the left of the office, above the armory, uh, there's a few notes about the vault. Uh, sounds like that's where things are kept hidden. On the west side of the uh, first floor house, uh, looks like that is mostly storerooms, servants' quarters, uh, and guest uh, quarters. The kitchen is in the top left-hand side of the, the house. Uh, looking at the second floor, what you haven't explored, um, the east side of the house is the library that you've seen. There's also um, uh, small quarters just near the library, uh, details that they are for traveling researchers. Uh, and to the, south, to the south of that, south of the library on the east side, uh, it notes a mage's chamber. Uh, for their house mage, and then the bedrooms for the children. Uh, where you are, you're right in the study, and the uh, second floor um, on the west side is where the baths are. Uh, just below you, there is a master bath uh, and another storeroom kind of excuse me, out the door and to the left. Um, a couple of other kind of servants' quarters, and then in the very corner... Uh, it's just it's just labeled a smoke room. Ooh. <laughs> and there is some things that I want to keep hidden. Uh, but once once you guys kind of explore everything, I'll give you a, a full layout of this this house. Hmm. Mister Wolf, you see this here map uh, about the rest of the house here? Yes. Hmm. Perhaps we should party up and then just sprint through the house as fast as we can, unlocking the rooms from the blackness of the of the dungeon master. Ah, uh, yes, that sounds like fun. We should do that. Yeah, kind of with the book in tow, you're able to open up a few of the areas and really get a, a better sense of, of the layout of this place. Um, going over to... The bedrooms and the mage's chamber. You kind of open those up, and nothing surprises you. Uh, looks like one of the bedrooms is not well furnished. Uh, looks like no one had been living there. Um, one of them is fairly simple, but has a number of journals and notes that you kind of grab. Um, another one is fairly cluttered, messy. Um, has a number of just bottles strewn about and the final the final room's a big big room with lots of paintings from far off places um taking a look at the master bath it is a well-made bath windows off to the the south just past that you see this is a storeroom um these are the common baths over on the west side here. 
and uh, da, 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 da. and then these are kind of like family rooms. It looks like this would be for the people that lived at the house, served the family, and had children. Mm. Um, oh. And and you get a good sense of the the, the kitchen, the the guest quarters downstairs as well. Uh, I would say one thing though, as you are approaching the smoking room, you do hear yes. an odd noise mm. coming from beyond the door. It's kind of like a like a bubbling sound. Where's the Mr. smoking Wolf. room? Um, yeah, that is we'll on the southwest. Oh, oh. Uh, okay, uh, I'd like to do like a perception check, like to see if I can listen in closer. Absolutely, yeah. Can you ping it so I can see which? Oh yeah. Oh, it's not revealed. It's Correct. not revealed. Well, yeah, we're on the other check side it. of the door. Uh, it's an, I got an eight. <laughs> an eight? Yeah. Uh, listening, listening hard. It's just kind of like a, just a slight bubbling sound. You could, you think you can hear someone talking. You're not sure, hmm. Mr. Wolf. What do you What do you hear in there? I hear a slight bubbling sound, and it sounds like someone might be talking. But I'm. It's hard to make out. See if you could listen better than I can. Uh, sure. I'd like to press my ear up to the door. All right. Give me a perception check. Seven. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, it, it's just ever so often it's just like a um, so Zephyrus uh, listening in it's like I you know I, I you know having uh, been to Eben's tent a few times it's like I kind of recognize the sound of like a hookah and things like that but I can't yeah, quite yeah. tell what this is and I'm, I'm thinking hookah just because my because experience smoking with room, yeah because yeah. potentially your journeys it, through the world and you once upon a time to caterpillar exactly it, it could be that sound but with a seven you're not sure <laughs> right right I, I, I'm giving you some context for what Zephyrus is going to do next okay. which is um, which is just open up the door okay as you open up the door your thoughts are immediately satiated uh and you see Srix and Willem smoking a hookah in the corner. <laughs> and they kind of look at you and like, ah! Oh, hey! And Willem's like, oh, you've found the, the best room in the house. So, uh, Mr. Willem, I certainly appreciate you smoking the hookah, but you could have come and got me, you dirty rascal. I would have come and joined you for this. Uh and Ed, he's he's just like, come on over. I got this thing all set it up for you. We've been we've spoken for a while. I'm introducing Strix to the whole the whole endeavor. It's great. I didn't know they had these here. And he he looks very excited. Uh, Mr. Willem, nobody packs a ho- a water pipe much like you do. I appreciate your service. I, I never tell you that enough, and I take a seat right next to him. <laughs> All right, and he kind of you know he invites everyone else, Wolf and Scory and Ball in there. If you guys want to smoke the hookah, you can. But I want to switch over to what Riff is doing. Uh, Riff, yes, you are headed down this kind of 
dirt path that leads to the mansion and you get to an area where you think the bridge is probably just a few I mean you can you can see the bridge in the distance uh-huh. okay uh well I I go back all the way there because that's where I assumed I mean that's where I last saw them all that's where you saw them, yeah. And they and you remember that they kind of left upriver, yeah. When they when they left, right. So do you so, want to head that way? Yeah, exactly. I I, I forgot okay. that I knew that part. I was trying not to metagame, knowing yeah. like no, 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 of course, of thinking course. you know, yeah, because Friday the Thirteenth over there walking after him with his machete out. Uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah, so I w- I would go up that way and I would essentially take the uh, and as I'm going up that way, uh, this entire time I've been reading, I've been trying to find like. Uh, in that book, like if there's like you know uh, traditional greetings, like a, like a, a good way to greet the Kenku, or mm-hmm. like you know, I don't know. Uh, I find the respect chapter. Yeah, so so reading <laughs> reading the book, you um, <laughs> you, you you find out that that there is uh, the Kenku can hear you. They they can understand your uh-huh. speech. There's just that they can't speak back. Gotcha. They can mimic things, um, and usually they have mm. a. And that, a, that triggers something in my brain. I wonder if I can talk to them in their brain and actually get like a more like line of thought with them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to uh, think about all that yeah. sort of stuff. And uh, if there's like a proper greeting or something, like I'd, I'd like to, you know, I'll roll for finding a proper greeting in the book or something. I mean, you're, you're taking your time. You've, you've, okay. you've kind of done an investigation on it. A proper greeting, not a common one among all Cobalt or all Kenku. Um Cautious is how you should usually approach the Kenku. Okay. Uh, or or hidden, um, because they they tend to like to hide as well. They they do their best uh, kind of ambushing um, you when they us. can get the drop on you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you didn't have the book. Okay. Kenku's for dummies. So uh, yeah, look, guys, this is a very ancient text. Kenku Chronicles. Yeah, the Kenku for Dummies Chronicles, uh, ancient text, leatherbound book. I uh, I want to um, uh, so. Do I get to like the cul-de-sac or wherever that the, the scory got to, like that that sort of dead indie thing? Or I forget. Do you exactly want to? Do you want to approach stealthily, quietly? Do you want to approach making? Uh, I want to. Noise? I want to like. I want to go up uh, when I when I see that area or whatever. And this is me metagaming. But when I if it was yeah, like what a, you want a do. dead end or whatever. If it was a dead end, I forget exactly how it was set up. It's kind of like a clearing next to the a river. Okay, so when I get to that area or whatever, I'm going to like sort of like look around and uh, and kind of go, <clears throat> and then I want to dart into the shadow. So it's like I want to get their attention first and then dart into the shadow so they know I'm being cool. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you, you make your way along the creek uh, bank. Um it takes you a little bit of time, but but kind of as you are getting up there, uh, you you hear not the voice of any bird, not the voice of any any kenku, but you hear just a little kid's voice. And kind of as you kind of go past these bushes, you see right at the water's edge, there's just a small child, and just past the child is this large dead uh, tree. Um, probably about 30 feet from the, the child and the the kid's just sitting kind of kneeling down next to the creek just kind of talking huh okay I can't quite hear him over the sound of the, the moving water but doesn't look like he's seen you from how far away you are okay um, go I'd ahead like and give me a stealthily, perception check uh, stealthily approach that kid uh, as well okay. like since that's yeah give me a perception and then a stealth check okay 
So perception is. What am I doing? Um, plus one. So perception is a fifteen, and then a stealth is a uh, plus five twenty-four. Twenty-four. Twenty-four for stealth. Fifteen for perception. Okay. Um, you notice at the kind of top of the this this tree, this kind of hollowed out wooden dead tree. Um, there's two Kenku just kind of staring over the top of it. You just see their beak in their eyes, and it looks like there's kind of some brush they have or some like tree branches and leaves they have to obscure themselves. Hmm. Uh, but the stealth check, uh, it doesn't look like they notice you as you approach. Um, and the kid doesn't either. And you can get up to about 10 feet away from them. As I get closer, can I hear what the kid's talking about more clearly? Yeah, as you, as you get close, you, you kind of hear him. It's like, well, that's kind of, oh, that's, that's, that's weird. I mean, I thought that they were friends with you. But if, if they're not friends, then you should just, you should just go home. I mean... If if you don't like where you are, you should just you know you should change your change your location. I mean, you can go wherever you want. Does it appear that the kid is talking to the Kenku? Doesn't look like there's any Kenku. He's kind of looking down into the water, and oh, kind of as you follow I'll follow his eyes, you see there's just a frog down there, just kind of oh, looking up at him. This stupid little druid. Uh, so since I'm hidden, I want to use my uh, <clears throat> uh, on the kid. I want to use my silent speech mm-hmm. and just sort of like talk in his head since I can see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I want to look at him and what go like, say? hey, bud, who are you talking to? And he kind of just juts up. He stands up and looks around. No, no, no. Just relax. It's me. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting. And he, he, I'm re- he, he has a critical, a critical success on oh. his uh, ah. perception check. But what did you get? I got a 24. 24? Yeah. He looks around and is you're kind of like kneeled down and he is looking straight over your head. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, he's like I'm Is there say, someone Is there someone out there? Yeah, hi, it's me, Rafarian Nightmeadow, uh from the Monastery of the Silver Song, uh Shadow Monk of the Age. Not a big deal, oh. but uh uh just uh who are you talking to there? Who are you? Oh, yeah, I'm talking to you. I mean uh, Before that, who you were are it was like you, you were like talking to the water or something oh um yeah i just like talking to myself sometimes oh interesting interesting yeah, yeah. uh where are you and you see he's getting he's getting kind of scared and okay kinda, as he turns around you see he is he is well dressed so i just so if i see that he's like really starting to freak out <sighs> i'll uh i'll break the connection and like walk out i uh, right before i break i go you know on your left and then like i just walk out of oh. you know my hiding spot Oh, you're just a kid. That's a ah oh, well. Huh. Hi. I thought. I thought. Hi. So what are you How doing are down you? here, bud? I just we live I, up I in the castle up, up, up there. Oh, that mansion. I I didn't think anyone lived up there. Oh, we just got there. Oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. It seems like a weird place, though, huh? Oh, oh, yeah, there was a uh, copper dragon in there and a genie in there. What? And then we fought, like, all these big spiders. Then one had a big old brain, and you could see it. What? Yeah. It was, it, and it made That's you, like, want to so do cool. stuff where you didn't want to. Like, I, I stabbed, like, one of my robot friends. He's pretty awesome. But uh, he Your was cool about it. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He he's awesome. He's made of uh, robot parts. He's a warforged. And then like yeah, the guy who, whose family owns it, he's like new. He's he's new in town, and uh, oh. and so now we're all up there. It's me and Thrakus and like uh, and Scory and Ball and Willem and uh, oh, and uh, Mister cool. Zephyrus. Um, I mean, I'm not friends with robots or anything, but like, so I wasn't talking to myself. I was talking to a frog. Um, I oh. frogs are my friends. Oh really? I knew of yeah. somebody who at my monastery. Uh, he was a druid. Are you a druid? Um, no. Oh. What's a druid? Oh, it's like a guy who can do magic, but he's like really good with like earth stuff. Oh no, I wish that I'm would good be with cool. shadow stuff and my chest. No, I mean I, I, I can just like I don't know. I could just kind of talk to animals sometimes. Oh, that's awesome. Oh shoot. Um. Uh. Uh. Hey. Hey guys. Hey guys. Don't hurt this guy. Uh. Th- oh is- yeah. Sorry, I got so distracted. Sorry, there's. I was here to see birds, the Kenku. There's birds in the. Oh, you knew about. about yeah, them. yeah. I wanted to come oh, and talk okay. to him. I was reading about him in this book, and and then I heard about the like the 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 army of the land or well uh the army of I forget what it, the knights of the forest or something. I forget oh, the what, knights of the path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, like I yeah. was thinking, are the Kenku the knights of the path? And then if so, oh, I want no. them on my team. Uh uh-uh. Oh, they're not. No, no, these. These Kenku, I don't know. They're just kind of, they're in, in a bad situation. What? I don't know why they, they ended up here, but they just kind of got drawn to the, to the, this, I don't know, this tree or this area or something. Oh, they, I don't know. They kind of talk funny and just been trying to help them. I bring them food when I can. Oh, this is awesome. Okay. But no, they're not the Knights of the Path. The Knights are like, they're like adults. Oh, gotcha. Do yeah. you know the knights? I know some of them, yeah. Interesting. They live at the... I mean, they live next to us. Where do you live? Do you oh, live I live in Tur. I live in Turlin. Is that near our mansion? I'm sorry. I don't have my map on me. No, no. It's the it's the, it's the town. If you take the path just back down. Oh, the uh, place where we're at, where the Library of Veritas is? Oh, the yeah, yeah, the library, yeah. Oh, I still got yeah, one more day. I live in the in, in in the castle there. Oh, that's so awesome! I lived in a monastery for eleven years, so it's kind of like so a wait, castle. Wait, if, if you guys, if you live at the, do you guys know my dad? Uh, maybe. Who's your dad? My dad. Oh, my dad's. He's his, his name's Pierre. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think Zephyr's talked to him. It was like Pierre and Patty or somebody. They like they told us how to get there. Oh, Pierre and Mira. That Mira's my yes. mom. They they kind of oh. my dad, you know, keeps track of every all the houses. Yeah, we talked sure to them they... on on our way in. Then I'm surprised I didn't oh, see cool. you. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. They, they gave us like our map and stuff to get to our our house. Gotcha. Well, that's cool. So, um, yeah, just be careful. I mean, it's dangerous out here, and these the Kenku they don't want to hurt you, but they get just riled up sometimes. I don't oh, know why. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. As long as you, you know, you just let them know what's up, they'll they'll be friends. So then Is that I, really the words that that kid just chose to use? <laughs> if you yeah. let them know what's up, yeah, you just so let them know what's just, up. Uh, That's what I tell them all the time. I just like uh, I, I look out, like you know, to the forest or wherever, where I assume that they're all sort of hiding the trees, you know, and I declare, I'm mm-hmm. like, I am referring Night Meadow, Shadow Monk of the Silver Song, the first in an age. Uh, I am here. I pledge my chucks to you if you guys ever need help. 
And, uh, and, uh, I want to be friends. And we're up at the big house. But don't come, no solicitors. Okay. And, and yeah, you, you see kind of in the forest line, there's like four or five of them that you hadn't seen before, all with crossbows aimed at you. And they just kind of peek up. And they kind of put the crossbows down. And you see them just kind of marching around the backside of that tree. Looks like they have understood you and don't find you a threat. And you kind of look back and you see this kid and he's just looking at your chucks and is like, what are, what are those? Oh, why do they have blades on the end? What the heck? What? I put on a chucks display. Those are cool. Yeah, and the blades are really the blades are really neat. As I as I as I attune more and I like I cut focus yourself more. With them? What's that? You ever like get cut when you're like using them or what? Oh, when I was first learning, but, but but what's really cool is that these these blades are made of a very special material. And as like I attune more, uh, I I carve runes into my skin and it gives me more power and helps focus like my abilities. That's it's awesome. So cool. Yeah. Well, um, it's good to meet you, Rifarian Night yeah. Meadow of the Silver um, Song yep. Academy mm-hmm. um, of the New Age. You, well, you seem pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I um, should go. I should name... go tell my friends uh, uh, all about oh, yes. this. Uh, do you? You? Um, so, you got any plot for me? Or, <laughs> uh, I mean, like I. <laughs> I don't know where the story's going, so I don't know. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, cool, 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 cool. Uh, uh, but, Air, but Air anyways, my, my my name's Sanj. Sanj. And, and just you know, if if you're ever at the castle, uh, just like I'll I'll let you in, and you can show me those chucks because those are super cool, and I need to get me some. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> would be happy to up. teach you I need some. I gotta, yes. I gotta go. Like tomorrow, I think we can go to the library. So, uh, and and they've got information on this treasure, the treasure of Aether. Oh man, I'm so excited! My family's been looking for it for generations, and so I'm going to try to find some info on that. So maybe we'll stop by, or maybe we'll stop by before, and you can come to the library and help me look for treasure. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, I, I could be at the library. Yes. That's great. All right. <laughs> uh, I gotta go, and then I turn around and I Naruto dash back to the fucking castle. <laughs> Okay, bye. And he's just kind of waving, just you know, exuberantly. Just one hand, bye. Other one, helicoptering chucks. As I will, you know, I give him a little flourish as I go away. Naruto dash oh, chucks. That's helicopter. so cool. I hear that as he trails off. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that is where we're going to leave it for today's episode. Uh, thank you guys uh, for joining us around our proverbial podcast table. Um, I have been Alex, your DM. Follow us across all platforms with chaotic amateurs. Please subscribe, rate,